Hello, hello, and welcome to episode seven of the Locked In Podcast. My name is Ani. My name is Shree. And we're recording this on the night of April 29th, 2020. We're actually recording this for a second time. We actually had some technical difficulties, some audio problems with our last recording. So we're just going to completely redo the episode because we didn't like any of the the quality from the last one. So we're just going to have some brief NFL draft coverage. We actually went live a couple days back covering the whole thing. So we'll have some of that for you. And we're also going to have some some fun trivia, sports trivia, general trivia on our last round on our failed episode we actually ended in a tie so this is essentially the tie break so we'll have that for you guys yeah but moving on to nfl draft news there was lots of big news in the draft first off the new virtual format i thoroughly enjoyed it i thought it was pretty entertaining television they did a pretty good job producing it they had cameras in all the general managers houses and the top draft picks houses as well i thought it was relatively smooth, and overall, I was very impressed by what was happening. And I think just in terms of the new draft format, I've been reading a lot that the NFL may potentially be switching to this in the future because it gives teams and especially GMs and families just a lot more time with, sorry, G- GMs and players a lot more time with their families to be at home, draft time, and in general, whenever the NFL season is going on, is a very busy time, so this just gives those people a lot more time to stay at home the communication aspect of it is almost as good as in in person with the rest of real life because you just hop on a zoom call or microsoft teams is the official communication platform of the nfl draft so microsoft teams you hop on that with the rest of your coaching staff and your scouting staff and that's how it goes so overall i think the new format had a lot of people liking the new format especially in the nfl itself and nfl brass on specific teams, general managers especially. But some big news, uh, the Packers drafted Jordan Love, which was very, very confusing. And essentially, the Ravens won the draft. They for sure had the best draft. Some other people had some good drafts, but the Ravens had a great draft. So, yeah, and some other big news also in the draft is the Raiders surprisingly didn't draft Jerry Judy. They instead drafted Ruggs III, also from Alabama. Shri, I know you have some thoughts on that. You talked about it during our live episode. Um, well, initially when I saw Henry Ruggs getting picked instead of CeeDee Lamb or Jerry Judy, I was a bit surprised, so kind of looked into him more and wanted to see what he really brought to the team, and he's a speedster. He had the fastest 40 time in the draft combine, and he really is a an elite vertical threat for Carr to have in the offense, and now instead of just relying on Tyrell Williams is the number one option. He has Waller. He has Ruggs third, And I'm really not disappointed by the pick. I think he'll fit in really nicely with John Gruden and the Raider offense. I was a little more surprised at our 19th pick in the first round, and that was cornerback Damon Arnett from Ohio State. He has good tendencies, I guess. He knows how to play coverage well in zone. Um, he has pretty good man-to-man instincts and a lot of people were saying that he was first round talent but a lot of mocks also projected him in like late second round early third round so I just felt that we could have waited a bit to get him but I don't know Mayock and Gruden are definitely taking a chance on that pick yeah definitely I feel like the Chargers and Tom Telesco are taking a huge chance on Justin Herbert drafting him with the (laughs) sixth overall pick I'm not necessarily sold on him over the past week though I have softened up to him I've learned that he's wanted to be 
a Charger since he was a little kid. The Chargers were his favorite team. So I'm happy at least that he gets to live out what his dream was. And I think if he develops properly, he'll be a great quarterback. He has every single attribute you're looking for in a quarterback except for two things. Accuracy and mental awareness and decision making. I count those two things in the the same category. And really, those are the two things that are the the hardest to develop. I honestly think to be a successful NFL quarterback, you don't need arm strength. You don't need mobility. You don't need athleticism. The only two things you need are accuracy and mental awareness. So I think he really lacks that. And I think mental awareness slash decision making is the hardest thing to get right. And I think that's the thing he lacks the most. So I really hope over the next few years, he's only 22. I'm I'm older than him, um, which is really weird. Uh, but in, in these next few years, I really hope that he becomes a better overall football player and decision maker and is able to make better decisions on the football field, which will be better for the Chargers. Well, I thought I thought Herbert was kind of the expected pick for the Chargers just because they lost Rivers to the Colts and they really needed to shore up that position. And I understand having Herbert as kind of your future of the franchise quarterback, always wanted to play for LA. Feels weird not calling them San Diego, but I really thought they should have taken Simmons. What do you think? I agree. So listening to Tom Telesco on Pat McAfee's show, he said that regardless of what quarterback was on the board, whether it was Herbert, Tua, or Joe Burrow, they would have taken either three of those quarterbacks with the sixth pick, which means they were really gunning for a quarterback. But the whole thing was, especially with regards to Tua and Herbert, they don't expect them to start for probably this next year. And they were totally okay and are sold on using Tyrod Taylor as their starting quarterback for the 2020-2021 season. Tyrod Taylor has a winning record as an NFL starting quarterback and did so with the Browns. I don't know how he did it, but he ended up doing it with the Browns and the Bills, two teams that don't have the weapons that the Chargers do. So I'm very confused as to why you're okay with handing the keys to your franchise to Tyrod Taylor, but also wanting to draft a quarterback that you know is going to be a project when you can make immediate impact right now, draft someone like Isaiah Simmons, and then your defense goes or becomes even better than what it was. I think if they draft a Simmons, the Chargers for sure have a top five, top three defense in the league. And I think the end goal for anybody in the AFC West is how do you defeat the Chiefs? And I think Simmons helps you defeat the Chiefs more than Herbert does. I think Herbert and Tyrod Taylor are both mobile quarterbacks and they sort of play in similar styles. So I think from an offensive perspective, having Herbert on your team doesn't change much. But I think on a defensive perspective, having Isaiah Simmons over someone like Kenneth Murray, who we did draft with the 24th or 25th pick, I believe, in the first round, we actually traded up our second round pick to our first round pick. Having him on our team doesn't make a difference. And again, I talked about this on the episode that will never air. But Patrick Queen, who many believe was probably one of the best linebackers in this draft, was available. And the Ravens, who again won this draft, picked him up at number 28. He was available when the Chargers drafted Kenneth Murray, who's from Oklahoma. Not to say Kenneth Murray isn't a good player. I think he is, and I think he's going to make an impact. But seeing how Patrick Queen from LSU was a consensus all around, everybody said this kid is a great player. I'm confused as to why the Chargers didn't draft him. I think the Chargers' first round is very confusing, but I think the later rounds we, we made up for it, and I think both Murray and Herbert are wild cards that hopefully do turn our favor, but we are the Chargers, so probably not. Well, I'll say this about Herbert. like With Tyrod Taylor, you're going to get kind of that middling quarterback who's going to like keep you guys around 
all like injuries barring and everyone hopefully staying healthy he's gonna keep you guys around 500 maybe like eight and seven with like a week to play and he's not gonna be a bad player the thing with Herbert is that he's either gonna be a superstar in this league or he's gonna be a bust I don't see him having that in between kind of like those seven nine seasons those like six and ten seasons he's gonna be fantastic given all the tools he has or he's gonna be incredibly disappointing given his lack of like mental awareness right now and kind of those consistency issues that you've always been talking about but I don't know Herbert's definitely up in the air Murray I'm kind of like not I don't really have an opinion on him I think he's going to be good he's going to be one of those like stalwart defensive players that your team is probably going to have for the next like three four years and he's going to do a good job but yeah man Patrick Queen to the Ravens was unbelievable for that franchise and and J.K. Dobbins just they had an amazing draft Devin Duvernay who went to Texas is amazing so they had a great draft, but you know, you talking about either being a boom or a bust, I think the same of Jordan Love. But the Packers, for some reason, traded up in the first round to draft Jordan Love. They were so desperate to draft him that they actually tried to make a trade with their arch rivals, the Minnesota Vikings. Very confused. A lot of people are confused on why the Packers drafted Jordan Love because this is a team, a Packers team, that with, you know, the addition of some weapons could potentially go to the Super Bowl. Last year, this Packers team, essentially the same roster with a few people missing, went to the NFC Championship game and lost to the 49ers. One of the reasons they lost was because they got outrun and overrun by the Niners. Another reason is because Aaron Rodgers basically only had one wide receiver. So people were saying, okay, cool, the Packers will draft an offensive lineman. They're going to draft somebody great on defense. They're going to draft a wide receiver in the deepest wide receiver class ever. But the Packers did none of those things. They didn't even draft a receiver the entire draft. So they came out with no receiver in the deepest receiver class in probably the history of the NFL. And it's very confusing as to why they drafted Jordan Love when Aaron Rodgers has at least two years guaranteed before they can chip him off and not completely destroy their cap space. But, you know, his contract is a four-year guaranteed contract, which is massive. And doing this is only going to make Aaron Rodgers even more mad. And again, people are comparing this to the Brett Favre situation. But Aaron Rodgers, when he got drafted and Brett Favre was the starting quarterback of the Packers, Aaron Rodgers was like the best quarterback in that draft class or one of the best. And he fell and people were surprised he got drafted that late. With Jordan Love, people are surprised he got drafted this early. So I see almost zero comparisons to the Aaron Rodgers-Brett Favre situation. Very confused as to what the Packers are doing. And I have no idea why they would sacrifice a roster that essentially is playoff bound for sure uh, by adding no weapons to this team. So just again, very confused about what the Packers are doing, but yeah. Yeah. Super puzzling. And obviously like that exact situation isn't the same as compared to the far thing with the obvious difference being Rogers is just tenfold the talent that Jordan love is. But I think situationally at that time, the Packers had a choice of either taking Rodgers or Alex Smith and at that point it was pretty much a toss-up just because of how good Alex Smith was in college and they took a chance on Rodgers but that chance was still one of the two best quarterbacks in college football here you have Jordan Love who arguably is like the fourth best quarterback in this class and we really don't know how he's gonna pan out with I would say fifth at least sorry I think it's like Tua and this is not in any order, but Tua, Burrow, Hurts, and Herbert are all better than Jordan Love. I think Love and Herbert, for me, were kind of similar. With Herbert having, like, a slight edge, but I wouldn't say Love no, is, No, of like... course. I, th- I think I think Herbert has a slight edge, but still, the slight edge is uh, an edge. So I think if you're ranking them, Jordan Love falls at at least five. And that's not including people like Jake Fromm or Jacob Eason. Mm-hmm. 
So there's a lot more quarterbacks in this draft. And I think, you know, Jake Fromm has way more experience playing in way bigger games and I think is a better overall draft prospect than, than Jordan Love. So again, very confused. Another puzzling thing was Jalen Hurts to the Eagles. And you figured the Eagles would take something to shore up either the defense or improve that wide receiving core. But after losing Aguilar and a lot of other critical pieces of the defense, I don't I don't think that was the smart pick. I mean, obviously we know with Carson Wentz's injury issues that they're going to need someone around playoff time just in case Wentz goes down. But it didn't feel like the, the right place for Hurts to be. Yeah, Eagles fans very disappointed by that news. And I am also very confused. Potentially they could trade Wentz, they could trade Hurts. This could be because they don't have faith in Wentz as a player in terms of his injuries. They might be scared that he's going to get injured again. So we'll find out what happens with the Eagles. But very, very puzzling move. But I think overall, a lot of teams had good drafts. Very interesting to see what's going to happen with this new season. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think that covers our, our draft recap. Um, we're going to move um, into our... There is a little bit of other news I actually want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Tree, I'm not sure if you've heard, but Shams uh, uh, Ch- 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 Chamrania, Shara- I think is his Sharania. last name. Sharania, um, the, the brown boy repping us in the NBA circles, mm-hmm. has reported that the NBA is potentially considering going to Orlando and using Disney World as a place to play out the rest of the season. Yeah, I saw that, and I just don't think it's realistic given how many players need to clear the testing protocol and given the potential threats of new waves of the virus affecting people and a lot of the family that all these players stay with. I don't think it's practical for so many of those players to be in one city, especially in Disney World. It just feels weird. Like, I know Amway Arena is nearby but it just so you don't think it feels unrealistic so you don't think if basically disney world says we're not going to open for the rest of 2020 and the nba pays disney world x amount of money to have all the players stay and all the resorts around disney world and they essentially use disney world as like a training facility and they play games in the nearby orlando area no people at the games like and it's completely isolated you'd think even then, the NBA wouldn't want to take a chance, or players wouldn't, wouldn't want to take a chance. Like it's not going to happen, especially as July rolls around. It's not going to happen, especially with how I think the NBA is one of the smartest leagues in terms of just understanding situations and conveying everything going on to all of their players. And I think a lot of these players are smart and know that it's not smart to risk the rest of their careers just for maybe two months of continuing a season when you can definitely postpone the season. And I know the calendar might be shifted for a year or two years or honestly permanently, we don't know, but it's just smarter to avoid that situation. No, definitely. I I see your point. I'm just trying to throw out hypotheticals because I know a lot of people outside and inside the NBA want to see the NBA continue for the rest of the season. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah. I, that's what makes the last dance so so needed in this time. Great, great series. Did you watch the leaked episodes? I did, didn't want to watch them. I want to watch the, the, no, the I, show live as, as it is. Yeah, airs. I want to watch it when ESPN releases it, not when like Daily Motion like posts some links or something. So I'm just trying to keep on my Sunday schedule with that. Exactly. Okay, awesome. So now we will be moving on to our trivia portion. So essentially, we are just going to be asking and answering trivia questions to each other. We're going to go in the format of three sports trivia questions and then one general trivia question. Uh, I like we did last time, which again, you guys won't really know. 
because you guys won't listen to it. But last time we did first to five wins. Surprisingly, it took us a lot longer than expected because a lot of the questions we asked were pretty hard. And but to find some good questions, but we will try to be smarter than last time and, and answer questions that are easy. And again, first to five wins. We'll be keeping track of it. Declare the winner at the end. And please play along at home and let us know what you guys got on this, you know, episode of Sports Trivia. Message us on our Instagram page, podcast at locked in. And yeah, let's let's start off. Three. A disclaimer, not a lot of these questions will be easy. I'm gonna be asking some hard ones, but we'll try to keep it at least semi topical and not just ask like ridiculous, ridiculous questions. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna ask like who was the third pitcher to ever throw a perfect game in MLB history. We're not going to ask stuff like that. It will be stuff that are, is answerable, Okay. but stuff that is difficult. Sounds good. Um, you want me to ask you first? Start like that? Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead with that. Okay. Um, there were three players who appeared in every NBA Finals from 1998 to 2014. Name them. Wow. Okay. I genuinely have no clue, but let me try breaking this down. So, um, 99 was the, the Spurs. Okay, then 2000 was uh, the Lakers. 01 was Lakers. 02 was Lakers. They could be on the losing teams too, but 03 was the Pistons. 04 was the Pistons. 05 was the Spurs. 06 was someone. Forget. Um, 06, 06 were the Heat. Um, wow, I really, um, like I genuinely have no idea. This is a tough question. Okay. Are you interpreting the question right? It's just these players at some point from 98 to 2014 were in the finals. Wait, so what it, do you it's mean not by that? like every year from 98 to 2014, these guys were in a finals. What's the question then? There were three players who, from '98 to 2014, appeared. At least in, one of in... them was in the finals every single year. So the, the yes. Oh, okay. So like, okay, got it, got it. Okay, so probably Shaq is one of them. Um, another one is Kobe, and then that's not true at all. But okay, uh, and then. Another one is, yeah, I really have no idea. So it was Kobe, Tim Duncan, and Dwayne Wade. Uh, that was actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. So Kobe was obviously like the whole Lakers prime to start that. Yeah. And then the Spurs, they had a lot of finals appearances. D-Wade with that 06. 07, I think it was Spurs-Cavs. Spurs, Cavs. 08 was Lakers-Celtics. Lakers and then oh, nine nine, was, 10 and then 11 was the Lakers D-Wade again and then yeah 2012 mm-hmm. okay wow yeah damn I didn't yeah that's right wow it's crazy insane wild dude and if you throw LeBron in you can extend the list to like 2018 yeah Jeez. okay go who holds the record in basketball for the most fouls Oh, the most fouls. Is it, well, it had to be someone who played a long time, someone who was probably a big man. 
I'm trying to think, is it, okay, the names I'm thinking of are like Wilt, Charles Barkley, Tim Duncan, I don't think it was Duncan, he didn't foul out that much, Shaq, Ben Wallace, um, Bill Russell, is it Wilt? No, but close, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, Damn. It was one of the Laker, close, one of close. the Laker bigs. Who were the two Pittsburgh Steeler wide receivers slash tight ends to win Super Bowl MVP in the last fifteen years? Heinz Ward and Santonio Holmes. Good job. Hey, got him. Love them Steelers. Actually, the Steelers are okay, but. I remember those two Super Bowl games very well. So that one Cardinal Steelers Super Bowl was hella good. I remember like you could vote online for who you thought the MVP was. Yeah. And when James Harrison had that play at the end of the first half, I voted for him so many times. And then when San Antonio Holmes had that catch, I voted for him so many more times. Oh. I kept on clicking refresh and voting for Dude, him. Dude, that James Harrison play is iconic. Insane. Okay. Who is the winningest coach in NFL history? Well, I don't know if it's Belichick. I don't think it's Lombardi. Man, I really should know this. It's not Belichick, right? Could be. Well, I'm going with Belichick. Belichick is third right now. So who's one? He has 273 wins, and second is George Hallis with 318. It is Don Shula, oh, former Don. coach of, among other teams, the Miami, Miami Dolphins, Dolphins, with 328 wins. The Dolphins that never won a Super Bowl. Dolphins that never won a Super Bowl, but have a great, great record. And as Don Shula indicates, he is the winningest coach in NFL history. So. Is Marino one of the most underrated quarterbacks of all time? I think he he definitely is, but if you talk to people who like followed football in the late '90s, mid '90s, they're gonna be like, "No, Marino was a god," and everyone then knew it. <laughs> I mean, he was literally an Ace Ventura pet detective. So I feel like if you're in any movie as a quarterback, it solidifies your your ranking as a god tier quarterback. You know, Tom Brady and Ted too. <laughs> so Tom Brady and living with yourself. Tom Brady and surprisingly a good Tom Brady is a surprisingly good actor. Not gonna lie. He just has to like look at you and you start like, like, you either hate him or you love him. There's no in between. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Can I get you with? Mm. Who won the 2010 NBA Slam Dunk Contest? Wow. Is it Nate Robinson? It is Nate Robinson. Good job. Hey, I think that was the year where he had the little kryptonite thing. Yeah, it's the one I think he... I definitely think he jumped over someone. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I, I I think I was debating whether... I think 2009 was Dwight Howard and 2010 was Nate Robinson. I remember yeah, both of them 2000, competed against the other like two, three years in a row. 2009, I'm pretty sure, was Superman. And then... Yeah. And then 2011 was Blake Griffin. Or no, was that 11 or 12? Was it Blake Griffin the Kia? Oh, that had to be because the first year Blake was there, he had an injury. I don't know. 
Blake and Steph were drafted the same year, so I think it might have been 2012. I don't know. No, no, no. Steph was drafted in like 2009. 2009. Dude. No, yeah. So then 10. I think it was 11, actually. Yeah, it might have been 11. Yeah. Trying to find some tough-ish ones. Okay, you ready? Yup. What sport awards the Maurice Podolf Trophy? Basketball. Ah, it's the MVP. It's the MVP, man. I really, I, I always thought it was like the Bill Russell, but I always forget that that's the Finals, that's finals MVP. Finals MVP, trophy. yeah. I still to this day have no idea who Maurice Podolf is. So. He, he was important enough for the MVP to be named after him, so I think this I'm going to just true. run with that. All right, here. Petition it to be named the Steve Nash MVP trophy because he has two MVPs. Had the Steve Nash, formerly known as Shaquille O'Neal's right, rightfully deserved MVP? I, I guess you can call it that. That one? <laughs> here we go. Here's your non-sports question. According to Greek mythology, who was the first woman on Earth? Ooh. Sorry, I'm not I'm not searching the answer. I'm searching up questions to ask you later. Okay. According to Greek mythology, who is the first woman on earth? Um that's that tough one. Okay. Yeah, I truly have no idea, but I'm I'm gonna guess something. Um Ooh, I think is is it Pandora? It is Pandora. Good job. Hey, shouts out Percy Jackson. Pandora's box, bro. Shouts out Percy Jackson. I'm actually doing pretty good this time. Okay. Hey, you got a three-one lead. You know what they say about three-one leads? Ah, man. Okay, here's a here here's a general trivia question for you. Go for it. Uh, it's, it's actually a piece of movie trivia. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to get it, but here it goes. Hit me. In Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who is the sausage, sausage king of Chicago? Oh, no. I don't know this, dude. Oh. I, don't, I don't know it. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, okay. It's Abe Froman. Oh. Dude, I, I honestly haven't seen that movie. Wow, you haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No. It's a fantastic movie. It's on Netflix. I highly recommend you watch it. Michael, watch that after this. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked this question then. I thought you might have watched no, no, it. No, 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 no worries. I've, I've heard about the movie a lot, obviously, but I just haven't ever Legendary movie. watched it. Yeah. All right. I got to make this comeback. Oh, okay, let's go sports, back to sports. Looking through a lot of these trivia questions, there's a lot of them that have to do for some reason with the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I don't know why there's so many that have to do with the Shawshank Redemption, but... It's an iconic movie. I, mean, I agree, but... There's literally 
15 questions I've seen so far that have to do with the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Brazilian legend Pele played for which U.S. Major League outfit in the 1970s? I really had no idea that Pele even played in the U.S. Which major... Can you repeat the question, please? It's like, which which U.S. Major League club did he play for in the 1970s? Uh, can, can I ask a clarifying question? Like, is this a soccer club or any... Like, soccer. Is like, soccer. Okay. I didn't even know that there were uh, American soccer clubs in the 1970s. Okay. I'm trying to think of some soccer clubs. Um, I'm like, where he would play. Might be one in LA. Might be Chicago. Might be like Florida too. But see, even if I know like the city, I don't know the name. Um, it's gonna be stupid, but. Okay, let's go with the Chicago Fire. It's the New York Cosmos. Oh, okay, yeah. I should actually, I should have gotten that one. That was stupid. I'm stupid. Semi-difficult one. That was a very difficult one. Okay. There have only been five quadruple doubles achieved in the NBA during the 20th century. Which player is responsible for two of them? Quadruple doubles? Alright. Points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. Who is getting 10 blocks, 10 steals? Or who's getting either of those along with points, rebounds, assists? Who's responsible for two of them? Uh, During the 20th century. 20th century. Dude, that's so much time. That is so much time. Uh, okay, it, it is It is in between the 1950s and 2000. I hope that helps because uh, that is essentially when the NBA started. It's not like George Mikan or something. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, George Mikan could put up those numbers, dude. <laughs> yeah, because he literally played against scrubs, farmers, dude. But... Um... Oh, this is annoying. Mm. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, I think that's the obvious answer, was... but sadly it's not. It's it's Hakeem Olajuwon. I was literally thinking Hakeem or Wilt. Oh my god, and I picked Wilt. I think I think the reason it's it's Hakeem is because of his blocks, right? Because he has like a lot of blocks. Did Wilt not? He's, he's... Did Wilt not get blocks? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think he got assists, is what I think it is. Oh, man. Because I think he was so, so good, like, he literally... Because these were Hakeem's quadruple doubles. It was 29 points, 18 rebounds, 10 assists, and 11 blocks. That's absurd. And then the same month, the same... He got two quadruple doubles in March 1990. Oh, my He God. got 18 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, and 11 blocks. Dude. So if you think about it, this is like the 1990s, right? When, like, like we, we know who played then. Yeah. Like Charles Barkley was playing this era, whatever, right? Like people we knew are playing. Like during Wilt's era, he was the only person, he was the only threat on the team to score. So like he had to do all the scoring. He like averaged forty-seven points a, like a game once. I'm, I don't think that's true. I'm not sure if that's. He was true. a pretty like, good. He was he a averaged. pretty good passer for his size, though. No, he was a pretty good passer, of course, but he didn't have a lot of assists because he needed to score all the points himself. Oh man, I should have said Hakeem. I was literally thinking it's either Hakeem or Wilt. Dude, that's why. Close, close, close. You think about that draft where <laughs> Hakeem's the one pick and Jordan's the three. 
It's absurd. I think literally no one's going to say, oh, Hakeem was a bad first pick because he's a surefire Hall of he's, Famer. I mean, he's, he's already in the Hall of, Hall of Fame. Fame. He's a GOAT. Yeah. Legend. Dude, the man got two triple doubles in one month. Like, what else do you want? They were one of the only teams to win finals during that whole era. Exactly. Jeez. Okay. Man, I should have said Hakeem. Sorry, Hakeem. Uh, in our lifetime, meaning since 98, who has been chosen as the Team USA Ryder Cup captain in tennis most often? Interesting question. Haven't been a lot of good U.S. tennis players. I'm leaning towards choosing Andy Roddick, but I'm trying to think of some other options. Um, could be John Isner. It could be Jack Sock. It could be one of the Brian Bros. Um, this is just male players, right? Yes. Okay. Could be one of the Brian Bros. Sorry, I should have specified that. Yeah, it's a male. It's the male men's yeah, tennis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could be Pete Sampras as well because I know Pete Sampras played at least until 2004, 2005. It could be Andre Agassi as well. There's a lot of options for me to consider. Ah, this is a tough one, actually. Hmm. Let's go with let's go with Andy Roddick. The answer is Isner. Oh man, rats! Ah, that was that was a good question, Trudy. Tough one. Okay. Oh, you're asking me. Okay, you ready? Go for it. During the first 70 years of the NBA, so from 1947 until 2017. The first 70, you said the first 70 years. Yeah, so from 1947 until 2017. Okay. Who was the only player to record a 30 assist game? Oh my God. John Stockton? No, it is Scott Skiles. Skiles, that motherfucker. I only know him as an assistant coach. I keep forgetting he was a player. Yeah, dude. Damn, Scott Skiles. 30 assists. Oh, my God. Someone had a 30 assist game recently, right? Uh, I think it was I, I think it was Rondo. I really doubt that. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'll check on that. I'm going to look this up. 30 assist game. I'm like close to 30. Kevin Porter had 29. Bob Cowsey had 28. Yeah, I. Oh, maybe not. Maybe Rondo had a 20 assist game. John Stockton had a 28 assist game. Dude, John Stockton had a 28 assist game, a 27 assist game, and a 26 assist game. That's absurd. <laughs> Kevin Porter had a 29 and two 25s. Oh no, the one I was thinking about was. So Rondo had 23 going into the fourth, and they didn't play him. Oh yeah, he 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 had twenty five total assists that game, I think. This was in twenty seventeen against twenty seventeen. He had twenty five going into the fourth and they didn't play him. He had another one with twenty three like years back. And wow. then Crazy. Westbrook had that ridiculous like twenty 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 triple double. Mm, yeah. For Nipsey. For Nipsey. Indeed. Okay. Good to know, Scott Skiles. Damn. Um. 
what are we on now? Sports or non-sports? I think it's one more sports. Okay. Um. What professional athlete's nickname was Charlie Hustle? Charlie Hustle? Huh. Very, very interesting. I think I only know this because I saw an SB Nation video. Could be like an ironic nickname. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming his first name is Charlie, right? I'm, I, I, I cannot confirm or deny. Cause like that's trying to help me narrow it down but at the same time I don't know it could be like some ironic thing um Charlie Hustle let's go with Ricky Henderson it's Pete which is not right it's Pete Rose oh you had the right sport ah. wow I figured it was baseball but I had no idea yeah wow. okay cool okay which NFL team has the longest season ticket waiting list all right, what big market teams we got? We got the, the Giants, the Cowboys, the Bears. And what are the diehard fan bases? We got the Chiefs. We got the Patriots. Well, it's got to be the Cowboys, right? Sadly, it is not. You're really going to kick yourself for this when you hear the answer, but it is the Green Bay Packers. Them damned because, cheese heads. Because there's nothing else if, to if do. If you remember, if if you remember, um, anyone can not anyone, but like the the owners of the, of the cow, of, sorry, of the, of the Packers are people in Green Bay and people in Wisconsin, mm. right? Like you can own part of the team of the Packers, and you can also purchase season tickets. Uh-huh. But then you can pass your season tickets onto your heirs. Oh. So okay. really, nobody gives up their season tickets. So. The waiting list to purchase the season tickets long. is 100,000 names long. Oh my and the God. current wait is about 30 years. That's absurd. That is like unheard of numbers. I know. Pretty crazy. Jeez. Okay. Good to know. Um. Okay, we're in, we're in non-sports now, right? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> what is the loudest animal on Earth in terms of purely decibels? I've definitely heard this, but I completely forgot the answer. Take a stab. I know for certain that it is a bird. I just forget which bird is the correct answer. You're close. I really forget which bird. It's like the wallowing willow, something like that? No, you're not close. It's the, wallop? It's the sperm whale. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. If I was to guess any whale, I'd probably guess the blue whale because it's the biggest. Well, it doesn't make a lot of... Wow. It doesn't have like a distinctive loud whale cry. Yeah, it does. Didn't you watch Finding Dory? Dude, and Finding that's, Nemo? that was highly inaccurate. That was also those were humpback whales. I just remember. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I 
Yeah, that was just all bad by me. Okay. It's a very general question with a very difficult answer. Yes. Okay. Which U.S. highway is the longest in terms of length? <laughs> highway, freeway, whatever you want to call it. Expressway, if you're from the East Coast. See, I have a personal answer of I-5 because I hate that road. But... I'm trying to think like what the road names were of like the Pony Express like way back when and like I don't know like Route 66 What is it? Oh, do you have an answer? I said, or... I said Route 66 No, it is Interstate 90 which goes from Seattle, Washington to Boston, Massachusetts. Oh my god, I-90 is insane. Yeah, it is 3,020 miles. <gasps> Take a road trip, man. Maybe maybe the virus will be gone by the time you drive up and back. Yeah, it goes through Washington, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and Massachusetts. Damn, until those East Coast states, you really get like your, your northern countryside. <laughs> Yeah, it really goes to the Midwest. Wow, okay. I-90, good to know. When I'm in Seattle, I will be sure to some sometimes go on that road. <laughs> it, it starts off the western terminus. It starts off near uh, the home of the Mariners and the Seahawks, which is T-Mobile Park and CenturyLink Ooh, Field. CenturyLink, very nice. Alright, let's see. In the NBA's all-time free throw list, top 20, there are two guards. Name the In guards. attempts or makes? In attempts. All-time free throws attempted. There are two guards. Who are Steve Nash and Jason Kidd? Michael Jordan, Oscar Robertson. Ah, sad. Okay. How many teams in the NFL have never made a Super Bowl? Well, the Browns are one. All right, I'm gonna go division by division. This is going to be annoying because I'm going to say an answer and instantly regret it. Um, the Bills lost four Super Bowls in a row. I remember that. And never won a Super Bowl. Never been I've to never a Super been Bowl. Never been to a Super Bowl. I've never attended. I've never participated in a Super a Bowl. Super Bowl. Um, 
Is it three? It is four. Oh, who did I? Okay, so the Browns are one. Who are the others? The Detroit Lions. Okay, I thought Lions. What was the next one? The Houston Texans. I thought Texans. What was the last one? Who do you think it is? Is it the Chargers? No, the Chargers lost to the uh, 49ers pretty badly one year during their five Super Bowl uh, wins in the um, 80s, I believe. It was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Oh, they, the, were, they were so the close Jags, a couple years back. The Jags and Texans both are pretty new teams. They're expansion-era teams, I guess if you can call it that, right? They're, yeah. They're like, you know, relatively new in terms of NFL standards. So, Makes sense. That does make sense. Damn, the Jaguars were super close. They should have beaten the Patriots in that game. Patriots won the Super Bowl. Hate to see it, man. Um, here's the question. What is the United States professional sports team that has been in the same city and had the same name for the longest period of time? Same city and same name? Yep. I'm thinking it's baseball. And I'm going to eliminate the Red Sox because I believe they were called the Boston Braves. I think of old baseball teams. Could be the Yankees. Could be the Celtics also. Oh, this is a tough one. Don't think. Uh, let's go with the Green Bay Packers. It's the Phillies since 1883. Oh, dude, I actually thought of the Phillies, but I was like, you know what? Phillies like is a is a, Phillies is like a very new name, so I didn't think it. Okay, man. Tough one. Tough one. Damn, they just celebrated their 137th anniversary as a professional team wow. this year. Crazy. Okay. Which team plays at the oldest stadium in the NFL? Oldest stadium. It's not the Rams. It's not the Chargers. <laughs> is it the Raiders? It is not the Raiders. It is the Chicago Bears who play at Soldier Field, which first oh. opened up in 1924. Yikes. Name... Three out of the four NBA teams that don't have a mascot. To clarify, there is no mascot in-game. There is no promotional material with a mascot. Yeah, I got that. I got that. The Lakers, the Clippers, and the Knicks. You got two of them. So it's the Knicks, the Lakers, and any other... Hold on. Any other of the... I, oh, there's four of them, right? So I, I said get, name, I I said name three of the four. Sad. What okay. were you going to say for the next one? The Portland Trailblazers. No, they have a mascot. So it's the Knicks, the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Nets. Bro, I distinctly remember the Warriors having a mascot that was when we were kids. It's that no, guy no, it's not. Like... It's not that. That was never their official mascot. Wow. See, that's why I eliminated them because I'm like, oh, they they have they have a mascot. No. Okay, this is that's absolute BS, man. These but are okay. these are four of the biggest market teams. <laughs> That don't have yeah, a mascot. I, figured, I, I knew for sure the Lakers and Knicks didn't. I was like the Clippers. I've never really watched a Clippers game. So it's like, how can I even, you know, say that? But 
what is the only city to win three major sports championships in the same year? Yo. Three major championships in the same year. I'm trying to think. Was it ever Celtics, Patriots, Red Sox? I know it's not San Francisco. No, it's not LA. Because the Dodgers and the Lakers have never won in the same year. It ain't New York. It's not Washington DC. Is it the no 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 it can't be Chicago. There's no way. This is so frustrating. Is it Boston? It is not Boston, it is Detroit. What in nineteen thirty five, Detroit had three major sports championships in which the Tigers won the World Series. The Red Wings won the Stanley Cup, and the Lions won the NFL title, which was before the Super Bowl era. That's absurd. Which is why the Lions have never been to a Super Bowl, but they have a championship in football. That is absurd. There's no way in hell I get that. <laughs> of all the like, that was a bit of a trick. Of moment. all the cities to pick to just associate with a lot of winning, Detroit is usually like not at the top of that list. Which is why it's surprising, and which is why it happened in 1935, before anyone remembers it. And the Red Wings are always usually at least somewhat competitive, at least until this season. And then, Tigers with Prime, Miguel Cabrera, those teams were fun, but... Eh. This is our, this is our third sports one, right? Yes, sir. Hmm... Okay. Curtis Granderson set a Yankees record for what in 2012? Curtis, the Grandy Man, Granderson, set a rec- Yankees record in 2012 for the most hits in a single game. Strikeouts in a season. Uh, I love Granderson, but when you hit uh, a lot of home runs, you strike out a lot too. It's tough. This is this is true. Not the record you were expecting. I probably would have guessed something like good too, like you know, like yeah, most walks and hits combined in a game, or like I don't know, something nice. But what MLB player has won the most Golden Glove awards or Gold Glove awards? Good fielder. It's it's no one current. Can't be Arnado. It's not. 
It's not A-Rod. Mickey Mantle? Greg Maddox. He has 13. Greg, oh, I guess for pitchers. <laughs> you can be a great defensive pitcher. And he is one of the greats. <laughs> Gold Glove pitchers kind of just win it because no one else plays defense. And they just catch like two balls the whole season. Hey, dude, if you watch some of Greg Maddox highlights, honestly, he has a lot of great catches. Oh, I'm sure he does. It's just I tend to focus on the pitching when watching Greg Maddox. Okay. Which bone are babies born without? What is the sacrum? No, it's the kneecap. Babies don't have kneecaps? No. Babies don't have patellas? It's like a, it, the kneecap like develops with age. Wow, I never knew that. Okay, you ready? Yes, sir. What planet in our solar system has the longest day? This is specifically day, right? Not just like total number of hours. They are the same thing. No, like... Like you're not differentiating day and night, right? No, I'm not differentiating day and night. I mean from when... So just the law, okay. The sun sets to when the sun rises, like, you know... How long it takes for a planet to spin? One rotation is a day. So, which it's planet not, in system has the longest? It's day? not Mercury, Venus, or Mars. I know that for sure. Pluto ain't a planet, so we're discounting it for this. Saturn. This is incorrect. Is it the correct answer? is venus it's venus are you serious how long is venus's day one day on venus is equal to 116 days on earth oh how about saturn so um i don't know but actually i do know the answer i just forgot it but the reason one of the reasons many scientists believe that venus's day could be so long is that it was struck by an object and it basically spun the spun venus the other way in a sense Right, so when it was spinning, it got struck by an object kind of on the side and it stopped spinning that fast, and that's why it's Oh, I'm really slowly. stupid. I inversed it. So so all the outer planets, like Jupiter, all the, the Jovian planets, their days are shorter because they spin faster. Very fast days, yeah, exactly. Makes sense. I believe also Venus, I think Venus spins backwards. Yeah, Venus is, it's one of the only planets. I think it is the only it, planet it is that the spins. Only planet, yeah. yeah. So people believe that the reason why it spins backwards and the reason why its day is so long is because potentially it got hit by another object on the side. Mm. Venus also has cataclysmic overturns periodically. Mm. So like once every 500 million years, its entire surface will just have 
like huge volcanic eruptions that the entire surface will just be essentially created anew. Venus is also so from like Venus also the hottest planet in the solar system. Yeah, because it has a huge thick atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to see, but one scientist did see into Venus's atmosphere and saw on the surface that saw was relatively untouched. The age of the surface itself was relatively young, which is indicated by the few number of craters on the surface. And people were like, oh, why? Scientists were like, why? And they realized, you know, like periodically the entire surface of the entire planet would essentially turn over, become anew. Yeah. Yeah. Very crazy. Wild, man. That's what you get when you take a geology class on the solar system. <laughs> Useless random information on Venus. Alrighty. Back to sports. LeBron James had a career high 61 points. Who was it against? are the Boston Celtics the Charlotte formerly known as the Bobcats oh wow I remember I think he had a he had a mask in that game and he just went off dude Miami LeBron is one of the best basketball players to ever exist crazy okay which NFL player was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame at a younger age than anyone else? Or who was the youngest ever player inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Youngest ever. So who had their career cut short by injuries? Or just like really unfortunate circumstances? Was it Junior Seau? It is not Junior Seau. Seau. It is um, Gale Sayers. Who the hell is that? He's a very famous old um, time running back, I believe. Well, I've never heard of him until today, so. (laughs) You just look him up. No, no, no. I, I just want to see what team he played for. Yeah, he, he played for the Bears. Remember? He's the guy that had the nickname in the first episode. Oh, the the, the ghost? <laughs> the galloping? No, I'm not sure if that was him, actually. I no, know. I have no idea, dude. I have no clue who this guy is. Yeah, Gail Sierra's gotten inducted into the Hall of Fame at the age of 34 years old. Wow. That's pretty impressive. I know. Oh, let's see. You know, eventually okay. we're going to have to get some of these right. I really believe we do. I think it's still a 3-1 lead. It's okay. We're, this is going to be a lot faster once I cut everything. Like It'll seem like yeah, yeah, yeah. more natural. In the 2012 season, Adrian Peterson fell just nine yards shy of whose all-time yards rushing record in a season. Oh, I'm going to be an idiot for not getting this one. 
He played for the Rams. Who is Dickerson? First name? Eric? Yeah. There we go. There we go. Clutch. Hella clutch. Okay, awesome. Swag. I was going to say Emmett Smith, but I was like, no, I know that's the wrong answer. Okay, cool. What is the only Major League Baseball team to never make it to the World Series? Okay, I'm going to go division by division. The A's, the Angels have. The Rangers have. Alright, give me a minute. Yankees, Red Sox, Tampa Bay, yes. Blue Jays, yes. Giants, yes. Dodgers, yes. The Padres? It is not the Padres. The Padres made it with Tony Gwynn. Oh. It is the Seattle Mariners. I was, who surprisingly. I really thought the Mariners made it at least Sean one. Sean Kemp. With, with, Sean, with the crazy teams. With, not with Did Sean you Kemp, say Sean Kemp? Griffey. I meant to say Ken Griffey. Hey, Seattle, Seattle, man. With Ken Griffey, with Randy Johnson, they still never managed to make a World Series. I really, I was thinking Seattle or San Diego, but I really thought Seattle would have made at least one. But that's unfortunate. Seattle's one of those in need of a boost franchises right now. Alright, this is our third sports one, right? Yes, sir. Who was the first person to be a repeat winner of the ALCS MVP award? Could be. It's a name we know. No, 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 I know it's a name we know. I'm saying it could be one of them because they made it to World Series multiple times in a row. It could be someone like Joe DiMaggio or someone like Babe Ruth, obviously. Someone like Teddy Williams, Carl Yastrzemski. Could also be someone from the Oakland A's. Um, someone like yeah, let's go with. Reggie Jackson. It's Dave Stewart. Dude, I don't know who the hell Dave Stewart is. From the A's. I don't. It was oh, so it was the A's. Was I correct on that tip, that part? Yeah. Oh, dude, hey, I was pretty close. I cut the franchise right. He was uh in the Good in the me. late eighties. I think the, during the time of like Loma Prieta and stuff, he was. Four yeah, years, nine. four years in a row. He was third, fourth, second, and third in Cy Young voting. Oh, he's the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the got the franchise in the era, right? Yep. Wow, I'm smart. Okay. In what country were the Olymp- Winter Olympics first held? I will give you a, a um a hint. It's not Antarctica. Russia. 
that is sadly incorrect. The correct answer is France in 1924. Jeez. Okay. The French hosted the first Winter Olympics. Wow. In the Alps. Je me perds. Don't make fun of the French. I ain't making fun of the French, man. All love for the French. Alright. <laughs> Power outages in the United States are mostly caused by what? Power outages in the United States are mostly caused by what? Hmm. I'm going to go with birds running into telephone wires, or sorry, electric wires, whatever. The answer is squirrels. Oh, I knew it was an animal. I just didn't know which one. I, pro I uh, probably would have said birds, too. You don't think squirrels get there? Nah, I think, I think squirrels are pretty dope. So it's just like, you know. We have like five or six squirrels that are just like living in our backyard now. They, they had like kids and stuff, so. You should build them a squirrel table. Dude, we feed them like nuts and stuff. Like we just put out nuts and like have like a, we put like water in like a bird bath and they just drink it. Cute. Which country and its territories covers the most time zones? This is including a country and its territories. It covers the most time zones? Covers the most time zones. Hmm. It is not the United States. It is not Canada. England. It is France. Oh my god. France and its eight territories cover 12 time zones. Interesting. I knew it was one of the European nations. So I was thinking French Guinea based on some of the stuff we discussed in our failed podcast, but man, okay. I gotta make a comeback fast. Alright, it's 4-1 right now. I'm just looking up some stuff. Okay. What Olympic sport includes a rule against wearing more than the permitted amount of clothing? Which Olympic sport has a rule? Against wearing more than the permitted amount of clothing. This is definitely a tough one. Is it fencing? No, it's beach volleyball. Oh, interesting. You can never wear too We're much. You can never wear too much for fencing, but for beach volleyball, you can't wear more. I mean, I thought they would be mandated in, in fencing. Okay. Which baseball team won the first World Series championship in 1903? You have to give me the city and the team name both correctly to earn this point. Is it Pittsburgh? I have no idea. The Pittsburgh what? Okay, I'm not. This is not Pittsburgh. No. What is it? 
out of Denton. Uh, the Boston Americans. Jeez. Patriotic, huh? The Boston Americans. Truly. Wow. Okay. We on second or third sports? Second. Second sports. Okay. Fun. Okay. The mascot named Slider affiliates with what Major League Baseball team? Slider. Interesting. I'm honestly just trying to think of ESPN commercials to see which one it is. <laughs> it's not Phillies because it's the fanatic. It's not the Giants because that's Lucille. Slider. What, what are the teams out there? That could do with... Oh, what the hell? What the hell type of name for a mascot is Slider? Come on, man. You just like, sli- like, you just like sliding. I guess it could be like the pitch or also the bird. Um, it's not the it's not the Cleveland Indians. I don't think so. It's not the Minnesota Twins. Um, it's not the Marlins. Let's go with the Tampa Bay Rays. It's the Cleveland Indians. Wow! Really. Oh my I was so worried when you started off like it's not the Cleveland Indians because I thought you were going to be like or maybe it is okay who is the only head basketball coach to win both an NCAA national championship and an NBA title mm. it's not Phil it is not Jerry Sloan. Who's it like Hubie Brown? Larry Brown. Oh, that's unfortunate. Truly. Hi. Okay. Last one for sports. Last one for sports. I was really thinking the Cleveland Indians, but I was like, it's a pretty racist name for a franchise. They should no, probably you know, have you, a more racist name. You, they changed the racist mascot name to the Slider. Which is objectively a stupid name for a mascot. But it's also not offensive in any way. So could be offensive to burgers and to other pitches. Why isn't it in the fastball? The Braves, the Indians, and the Redskins should all change their name. And the Blackhawks. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's a that's a debate that's going to keep going until they like change ownership or something. Who was the first player in NFL history? To throw fewer than 20 touchdown passes in a season and still win the Super Bowl that same season. So we're either looking for an utterly useless quarterback or someone that came in. They were injured. My mind's going to Ben Roethlisberger and Nick Foles right now. Is this the entire season or just regular season? This is the first player. It doesn't matter the duration of the season. It's just the first player. 
could be an old quarterback too, like Bart Starr or something. They didn't throw much back in the day. I'm trying to think of some other old quarterbacks I can name. But, uh... Let's go with Ben Roethlisberger. The answer is Trent Dolfer. Oh, wow. First player to throw fewer than 20 TDs and win the Super Bowl that same season. And he played that whole season. Wow. Which NFL team has the record for most consecutive losses? Like, I want to say the Lions... I don't think it's the Lions. The Browns have had some rough luck. I'm going to go with the Lions. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? really? When were they that bad? Um, I'm checking. Oh. I believe in the 1980s. 1976-1977. 26 straight losses. Oh my god, that is atrocious. Indeed. Hey, that's almost as many picks as Jameis threw last season. Well, what do you know? Okay. Only 3% of Americans have this, but 30% think they do. What is it? What is ADHD? A food allergy. Oh, wow. Wow. There are a lot of intolerances, but there's... That's not necessarily an allergy. Interesting, interesting. Do you want to do another general after this? I'm down to, like, just move into general now. Or I'm I'm down for whatever. Just throw it. Let's just do whatever. Yeah. Okay. You have watched Game of Thrones, right? Indeed. Here is a Game of Thrones question for you. How many noble houses of Westeros are there? say 12 there are nine that's annoying i need to rewatch. never watched game of thrones and even i knew that answer there's no way you knew that answer yeah i just clicked on the show answer button it showed me the answer so i oh, knew it. what a genius there was some on there i didn't recognize 
I've heard people say, obviously, like Stark and and some of the other ones. Is 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 Dothraki a house? No, Dothraki is not like... a house. They're oh, okay. they're people. They are... They're people. I need to rewatch some of the ones I was like, yeah, some of the ones you were talking about. I was like, yeah, I've heard that. And some of the ones on the list that I saw are like, yeah, I've never heard that. I'm gonna look this up. This is gonna bother me. Nine houses in Game of Thrones. Just wanna make sure. Stark, Aaron Baratheon, Tully, Greyjoy, Lannister, Tyrell, Martella, and Targaryen. Well, I knew I knew Targaryen, Stark, Baratheon, Greyjoy, Lannister, Tyrell. I forgot about Martella and Tully and Aaron. Those houses had a lot of people piss me off, though. Yeah. Those three definitely. houses. Mm. Sure. Okay. What terrible houses there were. <laughs> what popular service in the United States is only available in one other country? What popular service available in the U.S. is only available in one other country? Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. That country is Japan. I've been to Japan very recently. I'm trying to think. I think it's food related. I think it's some food delivery service. Thinking something like Grubhub or... Um, what are some of the other food ones? Um, DoorDash. Let's go with DoorDash. The answer is Hulu. Oh, wow. I had no idea. I don't know why Hulu is not available anywhere else. Hulu is available in Japan, I believe, because they have a partnership with Crunchyroll. Or they have, Hulu has a lot of anime on it. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's why I think it's only available. Oh, I should have should have thought that. Which US president appears on the front of the two dollar bill? Oh no. I learned about this from a video too. It's like, it's like John Trimble or something. I don't know. It's I don't a know US if it's president. It's a U.S. president. I will give you that hint. And John Trumbull, although he did sign the Declaration of Independence, is not a U.S. president. True. Oh, I'm hella dumb. It's Jefferson. There we go. It's Jefferson. I don't know why I kept thinking like, oh, like, I, I don't know why I gravitated to declaration for that. 4-2. Interesting. Which comedy has the tagline, put this in your pipe and smoke it? Don't know the film. I'm going to have to guess. this in your pipe and smoke it is it airplane no it's pineapple express super funny movie i've seen that it's been a while since i've seen it wow damn 
Okay. As of 2018, which former NBA player holds the record as, as the leading career scorer in the history of NCAA Division I basketball? There's no way it's Christian Leitner, right? Is that your answer? That is my answer. No, it is uh, Pistol Pete Nervich. Oh, revolutionized the jump shot for his time. And some incredible passing techniques. <laughs> have you seen that one video where he does that, like, I have. rapper? Oh, dude, Crazy. Oh, yeah. I think Crazy. I think a lot of people have seen that. There is an... There is an NBA player active who wasn't on a roster last season who is in the top 15 all-time for three-pointers made. Who is that player? Kyle Korver? No, it's J.R. Smith. Korver was on the Bucks. J.R. Smith is in the top 15 all-time? J.R. Smith is 13th in threes made. Right behind him is LeBron James at 14. And J.J. Reddick tied with him. Wow. It's absurd, dude. In what country did Halloween originate? Mexico? Ireland. Oh, that's unfortunate. I was thinking it was some like variation of Dia de los Muertos, but Alright, I have five percent battery on my laptop, so we just gotta Once it gets to two, I'm just gonna declare you the winner. Okay. Until then I have a chance to tie. But let's see. What activity do thirty-five percent of people not wash their clothes after doing? I think it might be working out, but I think that's too obvious. Um, but I don't know what else, what else it could be that like people. Yeah, let's. What's going to the gym, working out, exercising? Give a specific, because that's like very broad. Okay. It has an. It's like a distinct thing. What is jogging or running? No, it's yoga. Ah, nice. Name the first Roman emperor who converted to Christianity. <laughs> Julius Caesar, I have no idea. Constantine. Don't care. Don't want to research more on that. Constantine. You really look into that. It's pretty interesting stuff. Maybe one day. Okay, since my computer is running low, I'm going to give you a gift. What type of lens has a thin middle and makes objects appear smaller? 
concave convex which one um let's go with concave i think it's convex though so what's your answer oh i'm saying concave but i know the answer is convex so that's my answer it is concave good job you win hey okay that was too easy but it's fine well my computer is about to die so that wraps up this session of trivia thanks for sticking it out you're we a real appreciate one if you, every listen you're a real one if you've listened to this point yeah thank you for playing along with us um make sure to follow our instagram podcast.lockedin for more updates and as always wash your hands stay safe people wash your hands peace <laughs>